0: I think I've prayed about two years to find something like this to preach to our, our church, to our people. Started one night, I was standing right over here and I remember where different ones were standing and the same presence that's in here now came in this room and we were worshiping. And I've asked the Lord, really, I try to pray about it daily and I know I do weekly, but I've asked the Lord, I, I want our church to be a worshiping church, and I want us to be people that worship, and I've asked him to let me find scriptures and sermons or thoughts that would take our worship to to the next realm, and to me, a revelation is when you find something in the scripture that reveals the Word of God, and um, I won't preach too long, but I actually got just a short, just revelation that just, just made alive the Word of God in worship. Familiar scripture, Genesis twenty two and one. From, so glad you're here tonight. So glad you Mark, so good to see you. So glad you're here. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Now take thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest. Get thee to the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burn offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. I went back to Genesis 17 and 3. So so here's what I want us to look at for a minute tonight. God talks to this man. He says, Take thy son, thine only son, take him up on the mountain and offer him... Give him for an offering. Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, get thee into the Mount Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Now, to to preach this, I went back and refreshed and studied and prayed and read and looked at offerings. What God is asking him to do, I want you to take this boy that you waited all these years on. This, I want you to take this dream, this dream that you've had, that you waited all these years on, over 20 years after I told you he was going to have a son, you waited, you built the crib, you, you built everything, and I want you to take him, and I want, I want you to leave the boy, his buddies at the foot of the mountain, and I want you to walk up this mountain with a knife and a fire in the wood, and that boy's going to ask you, but father, here's a fire in the wood, but where's a sacrifice? You're going to tell him God will provide himself a sacrifice. And when you get on top of that mountain, I want you to take this boy. He's probably, you you being your age, he could probably take you, he could outrun you, he could get away from you. But he's watched you love your God in such a way. Abraham, he don't know me. He just knows me through you. I've not yet revealed myself to Isaac. He don't know me yet, but he trusts he trusts you. And I want you to take this boy and tell him, son, you just gonna have to trust Dad. But mean you come back off this mountain, and I want you to tie him up. And I, w- I want you to take take and gather some stones, and I want you to build me an altar. And then, Abraham, I want you to gather wood. But, God, why do we need wood? I mean, Isaac going up there just to have a little, little worship service or something. No, son, you're going up there to kill, to slay, to sacrifice, to offer your son you telling me, God, as, as I've offered hundreds of sheep or goats or rams to you in the past, are you telling me that you want me to tie this boy up and, and, and cut his throat and let him bleed out and then take and build a fire? Yeah, yeah, son, I want you to offer Isaac, your son Isaac. I want you to give him to me. Now, this is got to be going through through abraham's mind so he's 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 on his way to church and he says it's going to be a tough service you think me and you have some tough services you think we walk in here sometimes with a lot on our mind you think we walk in here sometime with a lot going on and in, in, in a this report or that report or something can you imagine going to church knowing that you're you're leaving without your boy? You're not going to a beer joint, not going, you're going to church to worship God. And you're going and, and that little boy is going to be laid on an altar. His little throat's going to be I'm being preaching real plain. This is important. It's important as anything I've preached in a long time. Gonna cut his throat. He's gonna bleed. And when the blood's run down, you're gonna take the fire, you're gonna light the you're gonna light the leaves and the, the little pieces of bark, you'll get the wood burning, and you're gonna stand there and watch this little boy that you love turn to ashes till there's nothing left, and you're walking off this mountain and you're going back home. So this is what Abraham should have described when, the, when, the, when he left the boys at the foot of the mountain. This is what Abraham should have described. This is what he should have said. And Abraham said unto the young man, Abide you here with the ass. I and the lad will go yonder. I'm going to tie him up. I'm going to cut his throat. I'm going to burn him. He's going to be a, a sacrifice. Then I'm going come back off this mountain. That's not what Abraham said. Me and the lad's going yonder and worship And we coming again to you. Hallelujah! I think we're gonna have church for a few minutes tonight. He said, "When the lads going yonder and worship, we we going. I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot going on, but I'm going to worship God and then I'll be back." Hallelujah. Sarah finds out about this. She'll never speak to me again. In fact, if you read the Bible, when Sarah died, she wasn't even living with Abraham. She's in another place. I don't know. After this, you never find them together again. It, it might have just, just, just flipped her out. But she said, You're going to kill that boy. Gonna, you go, you, you went to church and you going to pay our tithes when the car payments due you, you went to church and you had the nerve to stand up and worship when you screamed at me on the way to church. I'm, I'm done preaching too good now. What makes this kind of worshiper? What happens to create this type of worshiper that can go worship God when everything's falling apart? I've dug into this for two years. The last, in fact, it was about, I guess about six weeks ago, this thing began to come together to me. It's, in fact, it was, I didn't mention it while I was in Connecticut, while I was at the pastor, while I was speaking at the pastor's convention there, or conference there, this thing stood up in my heart. This, listen, you got to hear this. you got to hear this. This is where we're missing a tiny bit. And if we'll get a hold of this tonight, it'll move every one of our worship to the next level. And it, you got to catch this. Let me read slow. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham, and said on him Abraham and he said behold here I am and he said now take thy son, thine only son Isaac whom thou lovest get thee up unto the Mount Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering God was real clear, there's no question offer him there for a burnt offering, can I have an amen to that? it's real clear, God laid it out up on one of the mountains which I will tell thee of but here's what I want us to look at, I mentioned this but not in this aspect watch this Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac. But I go back to Genesis 16 and 15. And Hagar bare Abram a son. And Abram called his name, his son, which Hagar bare Ishmael. And Abram was four score and six years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. So so God said, Take thy son, thine only son. but. I go back I go back five chapters, there's another boy, Hagar, that buyer, Ishmael. But God said, take thy son, th-. but wait God, is there two or is there one? Is there one or is there two? If, 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 I, if I have two sons, then how can I take my only son? If there's two boys, how can I take my only son? And then I read it again, did you know that Abraham was not the father of Ishmael? Abram was that old man was that man before he had that encounter with God hallelujah, hallelujah. Ha, listen to this. And Abram in Genesis seventeen three, And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee and I'll make thee exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of thee and kings shall come out of Thee. Hallelujah. This is just what I want to preach for a few minutes. When Abraham walked up there, three things is on her his mind. You're a God of new starts and you're a God of new beginnings and you have forgotten my past. Hey, Sarah may never, never forget that when she offered me Hagar, I shouldn't have went in. I should have said, no baby, God's got a promise between me and you. I ain't messing with nobody else. He said, but I didn't. I listened to Sarah and he said, she's, she's never going to let me get over it. He said, but God, you tell him, me you're going to forget my past hallelujah i am not sure i don't want to be mean tonight and i don't want to preach a long time but i want to can i be real blunt we got children in here but could i be real blunt with if jesus on our in our little bible scene in there in the in the book room in there where. In our little Bible scene, you've got the temple over here and you've got a wall and and beyond the wall you've got Calvary. If Jesus died on this side of the wall, He suffered without the gate that He might sanctify the people with the shedding of His blood. If He hadn't have suffered without that gate, if He would have died inside those walls at that temple as a regular lamb, it would still just be a Hebrew or a Jewish person religion. And us Gentiles would be on our way to a burning hell with no hope at all hallelujah! I said, Buddha couldn't help us, Muhammad couldn't help us, and Ali couldn't help us. If Jesus hadn't went outside of that gate and died, hallelujah! And laid his life down, and he said, "Whosoever will, let him come." He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But to many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. For now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is I've pondered what takes an old Saul of Tarsus what takes an old Saul of Tarsus I found five verses where, where he stood there and then as they're in this little preacher And the history says they strip him naked and history says he's trying to cover his private parts he, he's, he's ashamed he's embarrassed about that time history says the size of rocks there they're a little bit bigger than your fist and they're not pretty creek rocks there they got scar, They got stars on them they got little sharp places about that time one of them hits him in his face and his eyeball probably literally falls out so he's trying to hide himself and cover his face and then, and he's saying Lord don't lay this sin to their charge Lord that and, that, that and it's stoning me that and it's accusing me when they stand on judgment day don't let this be the reason they'd go to a burning hell and right over there at the edge of the crowd is a little old man young man he's deciding which side he wants to be on and at this moment he's chose the wrong side his name's Saul of Tarsus and they've laid their garments at his feet and they're, they're there and he said I'll guard you go kill him All will guard your coats nobody you go take care of business and three different times four different times he said I persecuted the church I'm the chiefest of sinners I persecuted he turns around and he says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth on those things which are before I don't know how to preach this I, I just got it together this afternoon I've been wanting to preach it for a little while, but but I didn't I didn't get enough time, but I felt like preaching this tonight. But here's what I want to say: without Calvary, two thousand years ago, the man in here and the woman in here, I could use Sister Bobby. I don't know another greater person. I could use Sister Joanne. I don't know a sweeter lady. I could use my Sheila. I could use Sister Brenda or Sister Betty. I could use Sister Betty. I could use Sister Betty Marie. My- I could use Andy. Andy's a lot of people's hero, but the greatest person in here that I could use. Though they've never murdered anybody. Though they've never drunk a beer. Though there's never been drugs in their veins. Though they've never went out of their way to harm anybody. In the presence of a holy God our righteousness is filthy rags. Hallelujah. And in the back of our mind people think well it don't take the same blood to save me or as much blood to save me as it does a drunk or or a murder friend. It takes the same blood to turn you around. It takes the same blood to deliver you. It takes the same blood to write your name down in the Lamb's book of life it takes the same hill called Calvary to pull you out of a burning hell and I believe our worship would be different when we walk in this place if we could realize I don't have a past because of a hill called Calvary I have a new beginning because of the blood of the Lamb I believe our worship would be different when we walk in this place when we realize I'm tired I've got a bad doctor's report I've got bills do and I'm going to church and I've got a headache and I'm tired and I got to work 12 hours tomorrow but I get to go to church because the king of kings and the lord of lords stepped from eternity into time he came to seek and to save that which was lost hallelujah 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 so Abram is looking at three things. Abraham, number one, I am no longer. Is it, is it the, the uh, what group is it? If you testify in a trial, they give you new identities at U.S. Marshals? What's that program where they hide you? Witness protection. I'm in a witness protection program. I'm, my life is hid in Christ Jesus. My life is hid. My life is hid in Christ Jesus. I have a new identity. I am no longer Abram. I am no longer Saul of Tarsus. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things are new. I, 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 I don't want to. You're, you're the just the greatest people I know, and, and I want to stop preaching and I want Sheila to run and join my hands with me and I want to say thank you in vacation times when people are busy here on a Sunday night it means everything to have the opportunity to preach to you look at this wonderful crowd and just say thank you yes thank you for being in the house thank you thank you for just being here it's wonderful I get calls from pastors all over the nation so it's wonderful you being here it's just wonderful nobody else is busier than you but yet you're here so thank you thank you you're the pillars of the the church you're the one that, that keeps just, just helps carry the load hallelujah but I wonder sometimes if we don't get used to church and we think well I've always been in church but I've not always been in church one time I was lost and I've not always lived like this one time I was lost and the fact is one time without the shed blood of Jesus I was on my way to a burning hell and if we'd walk in this house with the remembrance hallelujah one day I'm going home one day I'm going home. One day I'm going home. One day I'm going home. Not because I went to church, not because I was a good person, but because a lamb took my place. A lamb. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. The little woman she witnessed to her husband said, "Hey, you need to get saved." You need to give your life to Jesus. I've got such peace since I've got saved. He said, don't you talk to me about getting saved. There's no Jesus. He just he just might have been a good preacher, but ain't nobody die for nobody. Love's not real. My dad told my mom he loved her and would hurt her. they treat each other every way and say they love. He said, love's just a word. It means nothing. She said, no, but Jesus loves you. He said, nobody could never love nobody like that. She just kept praying and waiting and praying and waiting. He was a butcher. He'd killed, he'd killed hogs that had tried to hurt him, and he'd killed stirs, and he'd killed, killed many out that had tried to destroy him. He comes home from work one day crying, and she said, what's wrong, husband? Honey, what's wrong? She said, he said, I had to slaughter some sheep today. Oh, wow. And he said, I cut one of their throat. He said, just tell me that your Jesus is the lamb. He said, I told you there was no love. He said, I cut that little lamb's throat. And he said, it turned and looked at me and it started licking my hand. And he said, I saw love. And he said, I got saved, honey. I got saved. 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 I want to preach gentle tonight. You're my closest friends." I'm not here because Daddy's a preacher. I got saved, and I didn't get pre- i didn't get saved. I didn't repent, but Daddy served. I didn't get saved because Junior Win preached some sermon. Certain- I got saved because two thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, when I was dirty and I was unclean and I was vile and I was unholy. He came, Jerry already said it, to seek and to save that which was lost. I know, I understand there's some really good people in here. There's some really good people watching. I understand that. And God will honor that and God will respect that. But your goodness is not enough to go to heaven. If it hadn't been for a heel call, Calvary. And if hadn't been for the old rugged cross, and if hadn't been for this man we call Jesus, would somebody worship him? Then forever my soul would be lost. Oh, hide it not. Somebody worship Him. Somebody praise Him. Had it not been then forever my soul would be lost. Oh, had it not been for a heal called. Calvary, and had it not been for that old rugged bloody cross, and had it not been for a man called Jesus, then forever my soul would be lost. Can I tell you, you ain't heard me mention this much. Can I tell you the new identity that he gave me? My daddy at one time, he's preached a long time, he's 88. But my daddy bootlegged at one time. Instead of Anthony Wynn, the son of the preacher, I'd still be Anthony Wynn, the son of the bootlegger. Hallelujah. But he gave me a new identity. He gave me a new identity. (laughs) I have a new identity. All oh, things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. And I just wondered if i just think about it a little bit more. Instead of dwelling on the crisis. And the news. And our nation's encounter. If i just think if it hadn't been. For a hill called Mount Calvary. And if it hadn't been. For the old rugged cross. And if it hadn't been for this man we call Jesus. Then forever my soul would be lost. Neighbor Ham's walking up there and he tells the young man. You stay here and you guard me me. Isaac and the lad we're going yonder and we're going to worship. <laughs> now now listen to this. His carnal mind, his carnal mind is saying, This is what I'm facing, death or sacrifice. But his his his, his the mind that's in, in tune with the Lord is saying, if I worship him, he can do anything. If he lets me go far enough to slay this, he's going to raise him back up. But I'm not coming off this mountain without him. It was a like figure. You hear it was a light figure. If that man could realize, he'd give him a new identity. I wonder if he'd come in here with some disease, some sickness, some problem. We just tell somebody door oh, "You, you stay back here and cross your arms if you want to." I've come to worship. I'm leaving different. I've hallelujah. I've come to worship. If I ever get in his presence, he gonna turn something around. If I worship till he invades a house, something's going to change. Man, that boy, we coming off that mountain. I, I'm coming off. This mountain with my heart back in rhythm. I'm coming back off this mountain with my peace and my joy. I'm coming back off this mountain with the bird. I'm coming back off this mountain. Me and that lad going yonder, and we're coming back. Would you stand to your feet? Now, if I could bar your imagination and turn this thing a hundred degree, I've been preaching it through the eyes of Abraham. Now, if I could turn this thing a hundred degree. Preach this thing through the eyes of Isaac. Everything's over. The angel said, Abraham, stay your hand. Stay your hand. Don't touch the boy. There's a ram in the thicket. Hallelujah. 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 Can I tell somebody, I know an enemy's war in your mind, but there's a ram in the thicket for you. There's an answer for you. And, and, and I think, this is what I think, I think at this time, the altar's already built. Isaac. Well, I know he is because he's getting ready to take his knife and and he stays his hand. So I don't think it, that I've got scripture for that. So so he's he's watching. You know, he didn't have no anesthesia. They didn't. He's not, sleeped out. He's watching. And as a nurse, he's not. He's not. They didn't. They didn't give him nothing. To ease the pain. He's watching. And the young man's got a lot of questions. He's watching. And all of a sudden, he sees that. He sees that. Daddy, go over there, and his daddy's not untied him yet. He's so excited he's over there and he's grabbing it before it gets away. If God gives you something, it ain't going to get away. He's over there, and he's, he's got wrestling it down like a like a rodeo, and he's got down, he ties his legs, and he drags her carries it back over and he unties his board. He lays it up there, and Isaac's eyes are about this big for now. I really think this happened. I love to think about this. I want to preach a whole sermon on it. So they've, they've slayed the ram. They've slayed it. They've killed it. It's bled. It, they burn it up, and everything's gone. And and Isaac, Isaac's there with his dad. And Abraham's walking like this. you know. God did it. God did it. God came through for me. Isaac's watching all this. they going back home. Isaac, Abraham puts his hand around him and says, let's go home, boy. This is over. God's came through. Let's go home. I really think this happened. They get ready to walk away. They get about as far as from me to Anita. And Isaac says, wait, dad. You wait right here. I'm going back. You want me to go back with you, son? No. No, I'm going back by myself. I, I think this really happened. And why you go back, Dad, this ain't nothing about you. This is me. It ain't nothing about you. I know you're my dad and you're a friend of God and I respect all that. This is me and God. Hallelujah. And I believe that little old boy walks up to that altar. And I believe he's probably holding his nose. They said when you burn that wool and that blood, they said the the smell is horrible. And I believe he's looking and he's looking down at all that. And he's trying to, about that time he starts wiping tears. He says, you know, little lamb, I don't know him like, I don't know you like my daddy knows you, God. But, you know, I should have been the one that died on that altar. That should have been my cross. It was my sins. It was my destiny. But I'm going home with my Father because you took my place. Hallelujah. Thank you for taking my place. Thank you. Would somebody lift your hands up? One day you're going home because He took your place. Would somebody lift your hands and thank that lamb for taking your place? Would somebody... Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah... He who was spotless, he who was pure. He was when they reveled, he reveled not back when they mocked, when they cursed, he didn't curse. When they fought, he didn't fight back. And he went to Calvary for my sins. And he laid his life down for my sins. And he died for my sins. And he was crucified for my sins. And he was mocked for my sins. And his little body bled for my sins, and they drove nails in his hands for my sins, and they spit on him for my sins. He was wounded for my transgressions, he was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace is upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. I wish somebody would come to the altar. You could stand where you are, but would you worship him out of your heart? Would you lift your hands right now? Would somebody just thank him for dying for our sins? When I was unworthy, he died for me. When I was in a mess, he
1: died for me. get my place thank you
0: for bleeding for me gone. thank you but somebody come and thank that him
1: it not been for a man i love you jesus name jesus i love you jesus then forever Suppose God searched through heaven and could not find one willing to be the supreme sacrifice that was needed
0: we worship Him for a moment all over this building. Would you thank Him for loving you? Oh, Saying, daughter, would you me? thank Him for carrying your cross, dying in your stead?
1: Oh, would you thank Him for being your lamb, for being for your sacrifice? Would you thank Him out loud? Had it not been. Suppose God searched through heaven, could not find one willing to be the supreme sacrifice that was needed. To redeem. been forever God one night when my daddy was killed that he took care of me and my brother I don't know how he done it why he done it but I know that he done it for me and my brother and he took care of both of us and I like thank God the night my daddy was killed he took care of us and I really do praise him for that like Benny said I have a praise in my heart because he done that for me hallelujah
0: hallelujah I'll, would you bow your head, just eyes closed all over this room? And would you just 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 pray and say, I'm not leaving like I came. I've come, I've worshiped. Meet me and that lad. We, 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 we'll be back. We're going yonder to worship. Lord, we went yonder and worship. We've touched you tonight. Sing it again, Lisa. Lord, we've touched you tonight. We've been in your presence. We've been yonder to worship. We went further than the normal service. We went yonder. We went further. We got to the mountaintop tonight. We've worshiped in your presence. We've bowed at your holy feet. We've cried, holy, holy, holy,
1: holy, 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 holy. had it not been for a man. Then forever my soul would be long.
0: Lord, we thank you for this people. And we thank you for taking us deeper and further in worship. We really don't have a past. We're not an Abram anymore. We're Abraham. We're a new beginning. We're a new creature. We've had an encounter with God. We've had a fresh encounter. We've been changed. Our character, our name, our identity, our past is erased. It's under the blood. So I'm not who I used to be. Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. The Lord is my shepherd. Everything's working together for our good. I love you, Jesus, and I love this people, and I thank you for each each one in a, in a precious way. The Lord I ask you to bless Al and Lisa the one that's prepared the food that's brought anything and ask you to bless it for the nursing of our body sanctify it let us have a wonderful moment of fellowship we'll be sure to give you all the praise and the honor and the glory and the church said amen amen. Please come down to the building brother Al and Lisa thank them before you leave. Take Take, take a moment come down just fellowship with us we love you you're free to go and God bless you God bless you